What's up, keepers? All right, welcome back to another USU Soccer Goalkeeper Club podcast. I'm your host, Casey Clark. Guys, today we're going back to the roots. We're bringing in the directors of your USU Soccer Goalkeeper Club. I want to touch base with them. We want to kind of recap where we're at with things and then dive into a little bit of their professional careers. So, Rob, Shay, welcome, guys. Good to see you guys again. What's going on? What's up, guys? <laughs> Happy Monday or whatever day you guys see this. Yeah, right. Good to be with you guys. So, guys, um, we are almost a year into our USU Soccer Goalkeeper Club that we have created, we have built, and now we're finally getting to see people coming to this thing and seeing all of its, you know, creation that we wanted to give to these goalkeepers. What What are your guys' kind of initial thoughts on this first year? Shay, I want you to go first, my man. I'm hydrated and ready to go. <laughs> um, I, uh, I am so proud of us for creating what we've created because um, it's the vision of being everything that we wanted when we were youth, when we were at our youth, we were in our journey, even when we were in college and pro. Imagine if we had what we are offering. I think we probably would have been a little bit better. And I would argue that we probably would have gone a little bit farther in our achievements. And um, to be that person that I wish I had, and to be partnered up with you guys in offering what exactly I wish I knew um, is truly um, special stuff on my end. So it's, um, it's, it's uh, that's where I'd like to start. I think it's 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 everything I envisioned, and I'm very proud of what we've accomplished so far. No, I, I love that, Rob. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm I'm just so grateful. Um, kind of like Shay said. You know, we had this vision of just creating a, a pool of tools and a pool of resources um, and and it's it's working you know at this point like we, we've got relationships with with some of the goalkeepers um, not only are, are we getting into calls with them every single week but um, there's a couple who have reached out to me specifically with even more in-depth questions about some of the curriculum and some of the content that we've created and so um, i'm just really grateful that we're able to get the information out there and that this first wave of goalies is really latching onto it and receptive and open to it. Um, because, you know, we have so much to give and so much to offer. And, um, and so I think it, like Shay said, it's, it's kind of, it's this, in, in, it's this envisionment of what we created. Um, and so I'm just happy that it's working and, and happy that everything is flowing at this point, really excited for the future. Cause you know, especially in this first year, um, we've learned a lot about the dynamics of everything and the dynamics of working with the younger goalies. Um, and so I think it'll be really special to see what we can create in years two, three, four moving forward. Um, so grateful and excited. That's, I think that would sum it up. Love it. Love it. And I'll kind of add on to that because it's truly something that like when we made this thing, we knew it was everything that we wanted out of it, right? Like it's all the pieces that we wanted in terms of the training side, the fitness side, the nutrition side, the mindset side, all of those things were like, dang, we know we're giving some great content here, but we don't know how it's going to be received, right? Like it's never been done before. This thing hasn't done anything like this. It's not like we're creating some new protein shake and everybody knows what a protein shake is. We just got to make a better one. We created something that's never been done. And so for us, we were like, well, we hope that it's going to be received well, you know, and, and I don't even know if you guys know this, we have 31 states of keepers that have joined this thing. Isn't that nuts? Wow. I didn't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. all. That really is great. Yeah. That, that, that stems everything from what um, you and your team have done at, at KWI. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's, 
it's truly divine on everything you envision to give everything you wish you had as a goalie. I mean, at the end of the day, you are the one that literally lived and breathed what a goalie was. I did a little bit myself when I was youth. I was always the backup whenever we needed it, but I was more of a field player. But um, so I can appreciate what a goalie goes through. Um, and I'm very appreciative of that when I'm when I'm coaching and teaching um, in the individual workshops and the one on ones. But uh, you're the one that did it. And so um, I kind of want to put it to you. Imagine what I just said at the beginning. Imagine if you had what what I'm offering, what you're offering, what Rob's offering. What do you think would have been different with where I mean, not 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 degrading anything you would have done. You, you did everything you possibly could yeah. of what you knew. But um help the individuals know about how that experience would have probably impacted you and uh, where you think that could have taken you within reason of, of right. what's appropriate potential of what you could have tapped. Dude, I, I thought about this and honestly, I'll share this. I'm super jealous of like what the keepers have now <laughs> because of what we we've built, you know, like now I'm done pretty much play. I, I haven't retired, but I'm, I'm not playing currently. And it's something to where it's like, Oh, I wish I would have had these things. You know, I wish Shay would have talked some sense into me when I was kicking myself into the ground because I let up one goal. I wish Rob would have told me why I needed to stop eating so much pizza all the time. Like, I wish that people would have shown me how to actually train for a position instead of me just trying to figure it out and, you know, have all of these issues. And then after the issues, I learned the lesson instead of somebody just telling me what would actually be good for me to be doing. And I, I think it's it's uh, it's hard to fathom what that would be. So I'm, I'm honestly jealous. Um, and I don't think the younger keepers would realize that we're like, wow, you have all this knowledge now and you got all these connections now. It's like, no, I didn't have these connections. Not, I didn't meet you guys till like my last careers playing my last years playing. So honestly, I, where would I be? Um, I think, I think that I would have been comfortably playing at the USL championship level in my head of um, like consistently starting things like that. And I would have loved to try and get to the MLS and, and get to that realm. Um, and I think if I would have got these tools at a younger age, I think it was truly possible. Um, I think that's the best way I can answer that hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I appreciate all the praise, by the way, too. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to be the one that's like, yeah, cool. I had this idea and I wanted to do these things. But then it takes this massive team to like freaking make this thing actually happen and then have all the other tools that I didn't have to make this thing happen. So praise to us. Right. Teamwork makes the dream work. That's what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I appreciate it all. But you guys make this possible just as much as me. And dude, we're only one year into it, right? Like we're not celebrating yet, are we? Like we're still going. This is a this is just a checkpoint for us, I think. Um, so I'm super excited with what we're going to do with it. So Rob, I'm going to bring it to you, dude. You're you're on the field player side, right? But um, what are your thoughts on like how you're impacting these keepers that are coming into this thing that all of a sudden have this wealth of knowledge from some guy that's working with Phoenix Rising currently? and giving them all their support. And now you get to give it to these youth players. What do you think impacting them with what you're bringing to the table? Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm really excited. And I'm really grateful for just the, the experiences that I've had. So it, I don't know if you guys, we probably showed them the earlier podcast where I, where I gave a little bit more of my background. But for those of you guys who didn't see that podcast or maybe just a quick refresher, um, you know, I went to school for fitness management. So I learned about physical um physical performance fitness and and the basis of nutrition in college 
Um, but at that point, I was still a little bit uh, young and ignorant and prideful. Um, and I always had the mentality of I'm, I'm a soccer player. I can eat what I want. I feel good. I can, I can do what I want. I, you know, I feel good. And I'm performing well enough. Um, so I wasn't always applying what I learned. Um, but then as I got later into my career, um, there was actually a certain point where I where I, I flipped the switch and I started to really focus on my nutrition and on my my um, training habits. And at that point, I was 26 years old. And that's when most soccer players are at the end of are nearing the end of their career. Right. And at that point is when I finally got faster. I, I gained 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. My vertical jump increased. My 40 yard dash time got better. Um, all these all these physical attributes that are very, very important um, for an athlete. I saw all these changes. And so um, then, you know, I, I became very passionate about sharing that with my teammates. And then that bled into sharing with other guys in the league that I knew. Um, and then earlier this year, I got the opportunity to go and now do this for the guys at Phoenix Rising, um, you know, in, in the USL Pro here in Arizona and or, I'm sorry, USL Championship. Um, and so I'm just really excited to now take not only this formal knowledge, but the experience, the experience of actually walking the talk of actually living what it feels like to eat right and to train right and the benefits that has on my game. Um, and so I think that that's the biggest thing these young players can take away from it is, is, you know, realizing that our bodies and our energy all starts with what we put in it. And so it's very, very important to key in on the food you're eating, the drinks that you're drinking, the amount of water that you have. Um, and if you can let these, if, if you can capitalize on these habits at 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, as opposed to 25, 26, 27, 28, um, now all of a sudden you're going to have a much longer, much more fruitful career. Um, and so I'm excited to give that opportunity to the young players who are out there wanting and working for it. And the same thing goes for fitness too, right? Like, um, it, there, you have to be specific about what type of exercises you do, um, how you do the exercises. And we've gone over a lot of that in the first year. And so I'm excited to give more goalkeepers those tools and then continue to give them more fitness tools as we move forward. Um, but it's all these little habits that really changed and shaped my game and all these young players that I'm working with. And I know for sure it'll have the same effect with even the younger demographic of the goal, the goalkeepers in this group. So key in on it, guys. I'm telling you, if you just get into it now, um, you'll have a much longer, much healthier career. And then you'll be set up for life after that, too. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. But just <laughs> key in on these small details because I'm, I'm super grateful to be able to give them. I love it. I love it. So with, with that being said, we've gone into all the workshops and the interactions and the emails and seeing the kids at our Keeper Wars events. Um, all of these members that we've kind of touched their careers and touched their lives in such a way that's had a positive impact on them on some, some aspect. What do you think are kind of the biggest takeaways that you guys have seen from the interaction side of us talking to these keepers that we're working with? You know, last night we had our workshop, um, and it was probably one of our better ones to say the least. And uh, we asked everybody to stay after if they wanted to, if they could. Um, the workshop went for like 45 minutes. And then we said, asked this one individual who's um, the, probably the highest in, in that group um, as far as what he's achieved and how old he is. And uh, we went through kind of a very deep topic that 
probably should be a workshop in itself for me, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, and, and, and for, for them to get the interaction with guys, myself and Casey in that time, uh, who've been there, done that. And again, wish we had someone like us to give us the wisdom and the knowledge and the information that we now know, granted, there's some things that, um, the society didn't know about. And Rob obviously knows this more than us in particular is that, you know, <laughs> the information, they were in the age of information and things are manifesting at a very high level in the research and in the knowledge and the case studies and everything, especially from a diet and nutrition standpoint, on top of obviously what should be done in a preparation of warming up your body and obviously recovering. And Rob obviously goes detail on all that. But, you know, just the reminders of, you know, you're not responsible for anybody but yourself and being in a position where um, everyone that's in your life, whether they're a teammate, a rival, a coach, even a referee, fans, parents, whatever it is, social media, um, they're to be used in a way that's going to make you better. They are your advantage to life. And it's up to you to utilize those challenges. And just as I use the metaphor of a diamond, you know, you have to clean up your, your diamond. You have to facet it up. You have to sharpen it up. And um, it's up to you to utilize the gifts and the blessings that other people are giving you, even if they're being the most unhealthy, toxic coach of all time, or your parents aren't, you know, listening to you or think, you know, this, that, whatever you, and we've all been there with some things, you know, and uh, teammates and et cetera, et cetera. And the worst case scenario, uh, if you're not using that to your advantage and you're not using it to enhance your composure and your clarity of staying true to integrity to yourself, well, then you're missing the opportunity. You're missing the blessing. And that in of itself and that conversation and having these conversations and answering their questions is just phenomenal. And that's essentially yeah. what, um, you know, I've really uh, grown to love and appreciate with the workshops in particular. And that's why it's so valuable to uh participate and go go into those workshops uh, not just watch the recordings but actually be there live to ask those questions live so i think that's probably uh, probably the best in my opinion of of the asset that we offer yeah no i love that rob before you go i i wanted to just touch on this workshop so for those that are listening or watching this thing right now um little backstory we did our workshop and there was one kid in particular that was asking about you know kind of dealing with pressure and being hard on himself and like had a lot of things going on and he played at a really high level on his club team. Um, and he asked a few questions. We kind of answered it. He asked a couple more. And so I asked him to stay afterwards because we had the whole other workshop. We had all the other players there. And I said, you know what, let's dive into everything we're going to do in this workshop, but stay after. And me and Shay will touch base with you as long as you want. And so we kind of ended the workshop and then we said, Hey, if anybody else wants to stay on and listen to this, you can. And like everybody stayed on. And it was like super cool that like we're we're done. They're they're done with the classroom session and they're staying afterwards to mm -hmm. kind of get more out of it. That was like such a cool thing to just see that we're connecting with people and the questions that these keepers are asking, other keepers are interested to that level as well. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, it really was special. It was good, very good. Rob, Rob, what do you got, man? What's the biggest takeaways from you interacting with these keepers? Um, yeah, I think the cool thing is just seeing like how, how, uh, well, there's two things is, is seeing like how they're actually like picking up on the information and utilizing the resources. So like, for example, from the fitness side of it, you know, inside of the app, we have a leaderboard so we can see, 
which goalkeepers are are using the, are doing the workouts and how often they're doing them. Um, and we have a good amount of goalies right now that are on that leaderboard and like climbing up every single day. That's so awesome. it's just really cool to see that like the kids are in, they're doing the workouts, they're getting excited about it, they're trying to be the leaders, they're trying to be at the top of the leaderboard. Um, and so it's really, really cool to see that like tangible, that tangible thing coming from the club. Um, and then the other thing is the amount of email, like I've gotten a few emails from young players asking about, you know, after I gave the, the live talk on protein, um, they emailed me and asked me how they could get more protein in their daily habits. Um, after I did, uh, which one I did one about, uh, carbohydrates and I talked about overnight oats and how I have different recipes for that. And sure enough, I had a goalie email me and ask me for over the overnight oats recipes. Um, and I've had a couple things like that where they're reaching out and asking more specific questions about stuff that we go over. Um, and they're just wanting to dive deeper or, or they're starting to connect, uh, they're starting to connect the dots. Um, and they're wanting to know more. So, um, I just think it's, so I've got, I've had those like personal interact. I've even had a goalkeeper, um, reach out and she's, um, tracking some of her macros right now. She's tracking her food so that we can analyze how much proteins, carbs, and fats she's eating. Um, and so, yeah, so it's just cool to see the goalies like really, really taking the initiative and doing the work um, with what we're giving them. That That's awesome. And, and dude, tell us, tell if we had that leadership board that was like keeping track of workouts and then told us where somebody else was at with their workouts, like, tell me you wouldn't be like day and night checking that thing, like getting to the top, you know, <laughs> dude, I am ultra competitive. So if I knew that all I had to do was do another workout to get above you, I would do as many workouts as I had to do until I was above you. Matter. like that right then and there. So uh, I love <laughs> Look, that 21 points behind. I'm doing 21 workouts right now. See you guys in a couple of days. <laughs> well, you know, you, you think about it, you know, the coaches are watching everything. And now, as you know, at the college, at the well, college level, it's still not as professional as the professional level, obviously, um, with all of the specialties being in-house. But, um, you know, this Rob and obviously Casey and obviously myself is that, you know, you are being measured every step of the way. And you might think you're getting away with it from a youth level where you just have one coach. Um, but imagine if you have, I mean, Rob, take us through the, the amount of coaches you have for each position, along with the film crew, the GM to obviously your end of the sports scientist, the therapist, I mean, I'm already saying all of them, but basically there's so many people guys that if you are thinking that you're getting away with it, you're not, the life is all about developing as fast as you possibly can assuming that you want to be the best you that you can be. When we're going to this workshop, we're assuming that you want to be the best you can be. Now, if you don't want to be the best you can be, that's totally fine. But understand there's consequences to not paying the fee, to not giving everything you have. And if you feel like you can get away with it, that's fine. But as my dad always said, Shay, you have more talent in your pinky than most people have in their entire bodies. But eventually you're going to get caught up with other people who are just as talented in their pinky and their entire bodies. And now what's going to happen when that happens? So essentially, what are you going to do about it? So that in of itself set the tone for me to go, yes, I'm super blessed. I'm super gifted. I'm super, you know, kicking everyone's butt to say the least. But what happens when I eventually get to the cream? Because I'm already the cream. But what happens when I meet another person who's cream? What's going to happen now? Now you're exposed. So all of you guys that, and girls that are, are kicking some butt and doing your thing and 
and, and achieving what you want, congratulations. That's awesome. But I will ask you, if you had the ability to be the greatest U14 player of all time or the greatest player of all time as a pro, which one would you take? And I think I know the answer. So that would mean that you have to continue to put in the work, put in all of the due diligence, make sure you're ticking all the boxes that we're presenting in this uh, membership for you to get at your optimal best. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully helps you reach every achievement that you want. And that's essentially why we do what we do. So um, that's the best plug I can give because that is literally what we are doing and that's what we're, do what we're striving for. And uh, this tool is for you to take full advantage of. I love it. And Shay, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's free information, right? Like they don't have to pay for that or anything. What's that? They don't have right. to pay for, for all that knowledge you just gave them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much you want to pay me? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, guys, you know what the right thing to do is. Yeah. And, and you do it technically in school and school on average, most people don't want to do their hundred percent in every class but yet you are forced to do it and you train yourself to do the homework and you do the best you can. And, and, you know, you strive to have the best grades or at least try to stay eligible in the grades that the classes that you're really struggling with. We're all yeah. been there, been there, done that, but you're signing up for an activity that you actually love, which is soccer, which is being a goalkeeper. So somebody pushing you is, is a healthy thing. It means they love you, but technically should they have to push you if you actually love it and you actually dream about it? You know the answer to that. So put in the work, utilize this, this service that we offer, and know that you guys have access to us to work with us one-on-one -on -one as well to help accelerate your development even more than just being part of the app and being part of the community. Love it. So you, you went into a lot of things, Shay, and you went into a lot of like mentality stuff and just what's going to help them get to that point. I want to try and dive into us a little bit. Like Rob, Shay, myself, all got to play at some point in professionally. And not to toot Shay's horn too much, but two different sports going professionally. Um, and that says a lot about his mentality. So if you had to pinpoint like kind of one characteristic of your mentality that helped you get to that professional rank and get to where you got to go play at as a athlete, as a competitor, what do you guys think that would be? And then, Rob, I'm going to ask you first because Shay was just going. So what's that first, like, big characteristic that really helped you kind of get to those points and get to those things you wanted to achieve? Discipline. Yeah. Uh, over, over and above all else. And this is part of my big messaging. It's part of my brain, all the athletes that I work with. Um, you know, everyone talks about being motivated and having motivation. Um, the problem with motivation is it's, it's very temporary. It's very fleeting. Um, it's very easy to get hyper motivated and then lose all your motivation. And especially as you guys get older, you'll realize that there are more days than more day, more often than not, um, motivation is hard to find. And so if you wait till the days you're motivated or the days that you're super excited to work out or train or do your workouts or, or hit your nutrition or do your visualizing um, or your goalie drills, whatever it is, um, then you're going to leave a lot on the table. Most days, it requires discipline to show up. And what discipline is, is it's doing what you know is needs to be done and doing it with enthusiasm and doing it as best as you can at all times. And especially when you don't want to. Um, and so on the days that you don't want to show up to the gym, don't want to eat right, don't want to do your, your small uh, mental details, um, <clears throat> you have to do them. And that's, that's what led to my success was having the discipline to do it on, on the early mornings, on the days I didn't want to, 
you know, week weekends of discipline as opposed to weekends of partying, um, all the little, all the little times of discipline needed to be had. Um, that's what moved me forward. So I'd say over and above all else, that's probably my number one trait. I love that. Love that. Shay, what about you? I have a lot, but I think I got off, you know, I didn't have a leaderboard, but I did know who was working on my team in particular. And I knew that I was out working everybody. So if I had, you know, more talent in my pinky, as my dad said, than everyone else, and I outworked them, think about the advantage I had mentally, even when I wasn't informed in my, to my ability, I still knew that I was mentally more sharp than them. I knew that I wanted it more. So I could dig deep, deep and, and, and fight uh, to, to, to the end. And one of the best examples that I can give is um, when I was playing Aussie Rules uh, on my third year, I was going to get cut. I knew I was going to get cut. Everyone knew I was going to get cut. And there was another guy who was very clear that he was going to cut cut. Now, there was other like eight other guys that got cut, but um, we were probably the most clear just due to the fact of the situation um, d- due to certain personnel and whatnot. And so... It wasn't personal. It wasn't like I sucked. It just wasn't, I wasn't a right fit for that team and everyone knew it. And um, so needless to say, the best thing that I can share uh, about me, it was that I worked still diligently harder than everyone else. And that kid quit. And the kid uh, told me when he quit three weeks prior to the season ending, he said to me when I was working out, um, he said, Shay, they were, they were just said, I just quit. I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I'm, I can't stand this. I don't like being mistreated, this, that, whatever. And I was like, dude, I'm in your boat, bro. And I get it. But he goes, you know what they said to me? They said, why can't you be more like Shay? <laughs> That's pretty why cool. can't you keep going? Why can't you keep working hard? He knows he's over. It's, his, his, his life here is over. But he's, he's being professional and he's going above and beyond as if he's, you know, hungry, trying to be the MVP. So that made me obviously feel good logically but it was more like as we spoke about yesterday in the workshop you're always being challenged and always being exposed in your character in your standards and your level to achieve and technically my level to achieve on that team wasn't the greatest due to my my status of what was perceived as me um from the coach's perspective and you're going to get that in life but what they couldn't take away from me was me giving 100% in my standards and me representing the character that I am proud of. And I am, I am always getting, um, you know, DMs and messages going, man, you inspired me. And when I would, you know, shake hands with the opponent coaches and teammates uh, or, um, and rivals, excuse me, of the players, they'd always be like, I look up to you, man. You, you're doing such great things. Like you work so hard. You've improved so much. Um, I know it's not working for you here, but you know, you're, you're really a testament to yourself and, and you're really inspiring us. And it was just like, you know, you want to be MVP, but you're not going to be MVP all the time. You know, look at Aaron Rodgers or anybody you want to think about. And you go back to what life's really about and what you're actually going to carry in life. Cause I don't rely on my body. I know that you guys don't either really. I mean, you don't. And what you do rely on is your characteristics that you developed and your standards. And, and yes, the, the skills and specific things of, of, of achievement that are conducive to your business and your life, but it's that. And so, as I said with them in the workshop yesterday is don't let soccer use you, you use soccer. 
you use your coaches, you use your parents, you use yourself, you use your teammates, you use your rivals, you use the fans, you use the experience of all the pressure of those games and the scouts watching and the coaches um, that for ODP and next and whatever, whatever, whatever. Use them to sharpen you up. Use them to build your brilliance, because that's essentially why people are going to be drawn to you or not. And uh, I think that's the best thing I can say for that. <laughs> Sweet, man. I, I think it's valuable information and I hope people take it in because it really is a lot that comes into getting to the places that you got to play at was just simple mentality things like that. You know, understanding that I'm going to do everything I can and work is something that I can control. Right. I can't control my skills. I can't control my talents, but I can work and help those things. And if, if I'm willing to work harder than everybody else, I should have a better opportunity of being successful in what I'm doing. And that goes well beyond just playing sports. So I think it's huge. Um, if, if I was to answer that question, my mentality thing, um, I, I don't know what a word is for it. And you guys probably do, you're smarter than me, but mine was, I always felt that there was somebody else out there that was definitely better than me, or they were definitely able to work harder than me. And so it was like, well, all right, I'm not the most talented and I and I don't know everybody else out there. Like I was usually the only goalkeeper on my teams growing up, so I didn't have anybody to compare to. So it was almost something of well, over that hill or you know, in the next town over, there there's a keeper that is killing it that is all already good at all these things and so it was like a, a hunger and a, a worry almost to like keep getting better and keep keep working. Okay, everybody's done working, but that doesn't mean I have to be done working because so and so is still working that I've made up in my head. You know, I've made up this superhero that's better than me and now I got to try and keep up with him. And so that was kind of my thing and I always felt that in the workouts, especially fitness stuff, when everybody was super tired and like dead tired, I was like, "You know what? I'm pretty tired, but I can I can do a little bit more. You know, I can I can keep going just a little bit longer." And I think that truly added up over the years of continuously trying to be that person helped me kind of truly make it to a point where I got to, I know, kind of see the other side, got to sign that professional contract, got to sign autographs, got to to be that guy that I was getting, you know, notes from kids wanting to be like me. And it was like, wow, I didn't know that was even possible. I never thought that that was a, a real possibility. It was always like a dream, but I didn't know if it was going to happen. So just having that mindset of, I'm going to try and keep up with myself. And, you know, I think I can do more. I think I can be a little bit stronger. I can be better at this and know that there's somebody out there, wherever it is that he's way better than me and I got to pick it up. Yeah. So I think those things were huge for me. One, one other thing I'll add to this, as far as, you know, being disciplined and working hard was um, my coach in, uh, in basketball in high school, he was handicapped and um, his, his, uh, his, he had an aneurysm in his lower spine uh, the day of his tryout for JV. Could you imagine that? It's last time. So I'm not going to get too emotional, but the, um, the his story goes that he woke up the morning of JV tryouts, uh, trained, obviously did everything. Basketball was his passion, clearly. And um, he literally felt his legs move like we do getting off the bed and took a step like down. And then it, that was the last time he felt his legs. So uh, fast forward to, you know, varsity uh, playing, playing and we're running and we're doing drills and he just wanted to make us better and also discipline us because we were being unhealthy. But that's a whole nother conversation of how we associate running with discipline, which I don't agree with. But anyway, the point was, is that some people were complaining 
And me, I was just like, yeah, this obviously sucks, but like I'm getting better because eventually I'm going to meet the cream. So I got to go. So these other guys who weren't basketball players, they played basketball, uh, were complaining. And then he just stopped. He just whistled it up and gave wheels out in the middle. He goes, I wish I could run with you. And I was wow. like, wow, that silent. And then uh, ever since that happened, it was just like, Okay, every time I'm, every, no, not even complaining, but anytime I wanted to quit, because I was just like, I'm about to throw up, you know, <laughs> you know, like I'm about to go. Uh, it was like, my coach would love to join me. So yeah. I'm super grateful for this opportunity. And as you and I, or you guys know, and myself know, you have a short window as an athlete. You really do. And eventually it's over and you're going to wish you had those moments to like puke, <laughs> you know, and like really be pushed to the limit um, in an organized team camaraderie, you know, brotherhood or sisterhood. And you're not going to get that forever. You just won't. So making the most of every experience, as I said earlier, to your advantage, um, really set the tone for me as a man and um, and obviously a partner with my wife and, and, and obviously business partner with you guys and. Um, you know, and a servant with my business with coaching. So, um, and I think we all have that. It just, maybe you didn't have that experience with a guy who was an amazing figure in your life and was handicapped and said he wished he could run with you when everyone was complaining. But that was very profound in my life and uh, something I'll never will forget. That's super deep, man. Wow. Yeah. that That's a whole nother conversation for sure. Yeah. Rob, um, I, I got to bring this one to you because you're now seeing a little bit more on the coaching side, right? You're on the sideline at Phoenix Rising. You're in touch with those keepers, those players, the field players, everybody. And do you kind of miss like those things that when you were a player, you're like, oh man, I don't want to do this. You know, oh, this doesn't sound too fun. But being being on the sideline, you know, not necessarily done, but watching somebody else do it, you're like, dang, I kind of miss those things, you know? And they're all complaining about it or something like that. Do you see that? All the time, man, all the time. It's so hard. like especially here because we're in the desert. So it gets real hot during the middle of summer and yeah. we're training these guys and it's like between 110 and 115 degrees. And, and I get it. It's hot. And so when they start complaining, it's more like, like, yeah, I miss it as a player, but like, man, I just want to go to war with them. Like I want to hop in that drill with them. Let them know they're not alone. That like, you know, that, that the coaches are with them. And, and um, so I do, I feel that duality. Like as a, I, I miss being a player, but also I miss, like, I just want the opportunity to like show them that it can be done, you know, like. But are you picking up on like the little things that you used to do that probably would have pissed you off <laughs> as a coach now where you're like, I see what that coach was talking about now. <laughs> Surely you had at least one of those moments you're like, yeah, I did that too. <laughs> um, I see, you know what's funny is I, I had a conver I've been having a lot of conversations the last week or two um, because I was always the player that, and we were very similar, uh, like three of us. I was always the player that was redlining, so I was going as hard as I could every single day, and I never really had that coach that was like pulling me back, saying, "Rob, don't train as hard. Rob, take a rest day. Like, let us let us taper your recovery. None of that stuff." And so now I got all these young guys that are like, we're like. We had we played two days ago. We, we play again in two days, and they just want to go in the weight room and kill it. And I'm like, guys, guys, re relax, relax. Like, make sure that you're ready for Wednesday. There'll be plenty of time in the off season to get big. 
Um, but I totally get it because I was definitely that player when I was their age. I just yeah. wanted to get get huge and get swole and didn't really care about that type of stuff. So it's yeah. funny. That I, I think about that that one especially like very often. Do you, yeah. do you think about like when you're coaching and you're doing these workshops in particular, like how much you maybe took for granted how important recovery is? I think you should dive deep in a little bit on that because – I don't see that enough where individuals are understanding the importance that their body is a machine and they only get one body and they have to tend to their body because they will carry their body throughout the whole day and the rest of their life. And I think, can you go into that? Because I know, you know, some of the players that are the pros are not doing their due diligence one bit in the preparation and in the recovery. Um, and can you see the correlation on how maybe where you see the youth is compared to what, you know, what we used to be and what you saw? Yeah, I think that the perspective, um, honestly, that I, that I see and probably that I experienced um, at that point was, um, you know, everyone thinks that like they're getting stronger in the weight room and in training, right? And in the weight room and training is actually when breakdown is happening. Our muscles are breaking down. We're depleting our energy storages. Um, we're essentially becoming weaker in those moments, right? Um, but it's the nutrition. It's the, it's the sleep. It's the ice when you need to. It's the stretching. It's all these recovery modalities that actually allow the body to build the muscle back after it's been damaged in training and in matches, um and so so yeah i just think it's super interesting to see you can definitely tell um the veterans on our team are are veterans and around they've been around the longest because they've treated their body the best mm -hmm. um, they're the guys that are very disciplined about getting right in the ice bath and not only getting in the ice bath but staying in for the full 12 minutes um, mm -hmm. as opposed to the guys that get in and stay for five or six and then get out um it's the guys that are in getting massages from our trainers that are getting their legs scraped and, and flushed and all these things um and you know i i mentioned a second ago i had a hard time as a player actually giving myself those rest days um and i think that's one of the reasons that i'm that i'm still contemplating going back and playing more is, is having a better understanding of of my body and periodization around soccer because here at phoenix rising we have a very specific day off the day after matches like no players are allowed to do anything um and then two days before a match is another big recovery day for us um so that's the session that i i run myself the head coach the assistant coaches are not a part of that session it's just me and the athletic trainer and we're literally going through doing mobility stretching um easy movements to get the blood flow going um, and so I've had to be very disciplined about that with the players, you know, we're, we're nine months into the season. And so just seeing the, the importance of Sunday off Thursday or match day minus two, whatever, um, being very, very low intensity and, and recovery. Um, it's just very interesting that, that I've had this experience and seeing the importance of it, um, because literally our players need those days to rebuild and recover. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, you young goalies, don't just hear us when we're telling you to go hard and train hard. Also hear us when we're telling you recover hard and rest hard, right. um, because that's when the body gets better. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I, so much, so much valuable information that I hope these keepers listen in on because it's, it's so big, man, but all right. So we've kind of went into a lot. Um, again, I want to keep this short and sweet for our listeners, but um, I do want to wrap it up with a little bit of kind of story on our end. So 
you guys both were interacting with me as a goalkeeper. Rob, I got to play with you. Shay, you were our performance and mindset guy while I was playing professionally, and that's how we met. Um, can you kind of give our listeners just a little bit of an insight on me? And when I say that, I don't mean like all my great things because I was absolutely amazing. I mean like the goods and the bad. So like, can you guys give them some little little things that you guys interacted with me and like first impressions or just knowing me and playing with me for so long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, bring it, bring it. What you got? <laughs> I'll give them the good, Shay. You can give them the bads because you're the you're the mindset guy. So you uh, have to analyze. Am I going that. first? All right. You want me to go first? I like bads first, so let's do those first. Yes. <laughs> okay. The bad. Um, I got in you pretty hard uh, when you got your time, and uh, it was it was something to do with like throwing. I basically, I would, I I probably crossed the line a little bit, but I was so you know how I get. I just get so passionate. I'm like. You know, it's like, I see this one facet. We got to get better at this. And you didn't want to hear that. You just, uh, you didn't ghost me, but you're just like, thank you. <laughs> and I was like, okay, as a coach and as a leader, and this is something for the parents, if you're watching, I really hope you're watching this, is that you need to give space for um, your child. And coaches, if you're watching this, please give space to your athletes and your teams because um we all need to decompress and i probably was at that time and it's not a knock on you it's more of um, an amateur move on my end where i was giving you feedback right away after the game which okay. was not appropriate um okay. it should have been the next day and so um it wasn't really a critique of you it was more a critique of myself where i just wanted to give you now it was a back-to-back -back, but i was still like come on we got to get into it but uh that was the wrong time but i think with you it was just you know, like anybody, we all have our quirks where it's like, I need my space, I need my boundary, leave me alone type thing. But um, I don't think it was really so much a knock on you. But but it, I learned from you um, when the time and place is to do specific X and O's and actually get to work versus allow you to, you know, you know, give your space and just decompress from the moment of frustration. Okay. Okay. So I would want to know more of like what that specific thing was that we talked about, but just a recap for everybody else. Um, this was my first professional indoor season. I was not supposed to be starting, ended up starting and played on a very tough team to say the least. Rob would admit we, we were, we were not gelling um, to say the least. And, and uh, we had a very rough season. All right. And after every game, no matter if I stood on my head or not, I was crucified on social media. So like after a game, if I got any type of like stuff from, from coaches or whatever, it was like the politically correct answer. And then I was like, I'm, I'm leaving this, I'm getting out of this. I didn't want to dive into stuff, especially during that, because it was uh it was baptism by fire to like truly understanding that everybody's going to have an opinion and you finally got fans now and you need to deal with that. All of those things. So yeah, it was, it was a lot. <clears throat> no, that, that, the, the topic was um, about uh, specific throws. Cause I thought your distribution wasn't as good as what it could have been. Okay. And I just was, I think I crossed the line in the sense where I gave it to you a little bit too firm and um, you didn't, you weren't like anybody wouldn't want that, especially after a game. But because it was uh, back to back, I, I gave it to you. And um, but uh, yeah, I think, like I said, I think you handled it all right. It was just more like I thought you were going to be more open to it. But yeah. I didn't in my in, uh, in my 
in my development of being a coach, I didn't honor uh, that everyone's different. Whereas I was more like, give it to me. So I just did, I learned it was more of me, but it was more from a standpoint with you. It was like, okay, you you taught me that lesson, so I'm very grateful for it. But but definitely it was like you didn't respond the way I wanted you to respond. You're supposed to be like, you're right. Thank you. Teach me later tomorrow. <laughs> so great, coach. I just had a terrible game, and and you kind of uh, tell, told me about it. So I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> um, looking back though. I would like to say thank you because it truly was probably something that I took in and I was like, he's right, but I'm not going to talk to him about it right now <laughs> like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So, all right, Rob, what do you got? You got any bads on me? Um, no, nah, man, I'm not really a bads kind of guy. And that wasn't really my role. Um, <laughs> I just got good stuff. Honestly, like I remember playing with you and um, the biggest thing that like I remember honestly was just, just the work ethic. Um, you know, a lot of players at this level say they want to be about it, say they want to be a professional. Um, they talk a big game, but when when boots come to turf, um, it's a different story sometimes. And so, you know, Casey, you're always one of the dudes that I felt like matched my work ethic and matched my energy and training. Um, and then just overall in life and just, you know, wanting to carry over, wanting to take these tools of our mentality and our identity and our persona and sharpening up, sharpening them up in soccer, and then applying them also outside of soccer, and um, you know, wanting to be one percent better, not only on the field but off the field every single day. Um, whether it was you know how how we were conducting our lives, the lifestyle habits, um, you know, business habits that we had a few years ago, um, all those little things. Um, that was the main thing that I remember as a player was just the work ethic and the, the focus and the attention to details every single day in training. Um, regardless of how rough our situation and our record was. So, yeah. well, I appreciate that, man. Truly, truly like bottom of my heart. I appreciate that. That's, that's a big one for me. Cause that's what I wanted to be remembered as was, was that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, and can I do the other side? Yeah, please hit All me. Right. So when I met Casey, it was in Milwaukee the first time and Rob and, and, and true to, I've said this before, but, um, in the workshop, uh, Casey was sick or something happened where he couldn't go or I don't know what it was, was, but yeah, he wasn't there, but Rob was there and I'm doing the workshop. And remember this team lost a lot of games to say the least in a row. <laughs> um, and so, you know, when you start losing a lot, you start creating losing streaks and not just from the obvious of a record, but from a standard perspective. And then, from a character standpoint, as much as you don't want to truly identify as being a loser, you do. And your team did. And I was trying to like wake you guys up to say that's not who you are. That's what you earned from the past, but that doesn't mean that yet's your identity. And so as I was doing that, I was really, you know, great, like drawn to the intensity of, of Rob. And I was like, okay, this dude gets it. Okay, this is good. I'm gonna feed off him. And then, and then that was a good workshop for what it was. And then, in case it comes down, and then we just chopped it up for a good hour plus. And it was just like you were so open, and you wanted to learn, and you wanted to ask questions. And um, it just was the beginning of our friendship, obviously for one, but but from a standpoint of a professional relation, I mean, you 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 impressed me in that to say the least. And I will say the one thing that I probably was most proud of you was was um, you were playing Orlando at the beginning of the season. You weren't originally the starter. 
you were frustrated. You obviously were working hard, but um, you finally got your opportunity to, to do that due to the situation. But to your credit, it was an overtime and it was a shootout and you stood tall and you you had that confidence when everyone didn't know if you were going to be able to do it because of what they perceived you to be ranking or your skill set in that you know scenario or whatever but right. you at least had a poker face to say the least and to your credit um you held composure of that guy trying to you know basically it's like it's like the mighty ducks where you're like triple deking <laughs> you know you're doing, doing that and you stood and you had it and and when you once you saved it to win it to win the game to start the season you just went like this and it was just like that's what I'm talking about. It was just like that. I was so proud of you because I knew what you were going through on a deeper level. And yeah. that's what made me like, you know, almost get teary eyed right now to go like, that's Casey. That, yeah. that, that when any, no one else believed in you, you believed in yourself. You had the trust in your ability. You had faith that you were going to get the result and, and you did it. And when you did it, no one ever, it feels pretty big. So no one like ran to you. So the camera was just on you and you're just like this. <laughs> it was like you held up for like two seconds, it seemed like. And then everyone tackled you. But it was just like, yes, I know how hard he's worked. I know how hard he wants this. Yeah. And I, oh, I'm so glad he got the reward. And uh, not every time in life you get the reward, but in that moment, he got the reward. And that was oh, probably the most proud moments uh, with you. Well, I appreciate that, dude. Yeah, goosebumps over here, man. Yeah, taking me back to memory lane a little bit. But um, you remember I, that? There was. Oh, I do absolutely, and I'll I'll remember that for a long time. And it's yeah. truly not because of that game, but it's no. because of everything that happened leading up to that yeah. game. And then you had that little moment to like show the rest of the world. You know, like it. Like obviously, we're talking a thousand fans, you know, something like that. But to me, it was like I got to show the public finally where I was at, and I was like. Gosh, that felt good. And so like the reason of like all the lows, like you talk about like what I went through of like just a total rough start to being a professional athlete going from mom and dad cheering for you to nobody that really knows you and they have everything to say about you, you know, and so really going through that was huge for me um, in a in a personal level. So I, I love that you shared that. But um, this is One this more. is One OK, more. go ahead. Go and ahead. I, I have to do Rob. Rob, the first year I was with him, he the team sucked. There's no question. Um, Rob obviously was passionate and wanted to do it, but he was on the cuff in and out of teams um, at times, um, and it didn't see eye to eye with the coach, or the coach didn't see his value and didn't didn't marry the philosophy and the structure that he wanted. And so he basically doubled down and said, "This is who I am. This is what I stand for." And this is what I'm become. And then fast forward the next year, he ended up getting defensive MVP. Right. So I'd like to say it's all because of me. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm clearly joking. But 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 in all honesty, it was very proud for me to have a sliver of influence in that. To um, and and just to watch you go through that journey. And just as I got you know a little teary eyed with, with with Casey a minute ago. I got teary eyed every time you stuffed somebody, every time you, you know, did those those uh, KPIs that we were measuring um, for the team's need on defense and 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 to be rewarded, not just by the team's gratitude, but by the respect and honor of everybody in the collective 
um, organizations that make up our league. And to get that, it was just like that. That's that's everything. That there's you don't need anything more. Like the fact that, and it's not even the MVP. It's the fact that you doubled down and you didn't quit on yourself. You didn't pout. You didn't play victim. Obviously, you were pissed. You were disappointed. You were sad. You were bummed out at times. And there's no question those tears are healthy. But when it was time to get to work, you did the next morning, and you did that. And that's a testament to your character and, and your standards and um, obviously what you can achieve. But at the end of the day, who cares what you achieve? It's about your character and it's about your standards. And the same thing goes with you, Casey. Oh, I love that. It's like it's like Dad talking to his kids over here, man. He's like, <laughs> I'm so proud of you guys. You guys were great. I love it. <laughs> That's how I feel about all my clients. I get teary-eyed. I get so proud. I get so happy because I know how hard it is. And, and obviously, I lived it myself. But like truly, it, the, 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 the tool is the sport. The tool is the actions. It's 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 what makes us us. And that's that's the thing we have to remember always um, when we get caught up in the results. Um, we got to get back to you know the real spirit of us and representing that and being the trailblazers to that brilliance and getting after it and walk the talk. <laughs> talk there you go. Love right. Guys, <laughs> this, was, this was awesome. And, and we could go into so many freaking stories. And, and I, I think that's awesome that we actually have that backing together. You know, like we've been through some things together. We've helped each other during our playing careers um, and really got to experience ourselves that way. And now we get to do it on this side of like giving to the next generation and, I think that's awesome. And we're definitely going to have to do this multiple times again. Definitely got to dive into Rob. Shay, I got to hear some more stories about you because I was not there while you were playing. So you're going to have to tell us how you went uh, uphill both ways to practice and, and all of those things. <laughs> gotta share that all right i was in my roller man i was cruising no, I'm teasing. <laughs> but all right guys um hey guys everybody that was watching we appreciate it we hope you guys got something out of this we're still going to be sharing everything that we can we want to make sure that we're bringing it back to like some real stories that happened instead of just kind of philosophizing everything that we think you guys should do so you understand that we've been through it so we have we have done it we have what what is it rob We've walked the talk. We've walked oh, the yeah. Talk. oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We're trying to give that back to you guys while we're done or we are coaching now. We're on the other side of that that sideline. So you guys can do everything that you guys want to in your career. So we hope that you get that from us. We want to be a part of that journey. Share it with us. Guys, one of the biggest things, I'd even mention it, on the Goalkeeper Club, I'm getting stories of, like, how they did that weekend, how they made these amazing saves, how they stopped this PK, how they're using what we've taught them. I'm getting those stories and it's absolutely makes everything worth it. All the stuff we got to do behind the scenes, all the things that we're dealing with makes it 100% worth it to hear those stories. So please share those with us. And we want to share them with the rest of the world too, to show you guys as uh, the superstars that you guys are being in this goalkeeper position. So with that being said, thank you guys, Rob, Shay, appreciate you guys as always. Hope you guys enjoyed this and we're going to definitely knock this one out again. Look forward to it. Yeah. Much love guys. There we go. All right, guys, keep saving. See ya. Today, instead of the normal video shoot, we're actually going to dive into what an ODP tryout looks like. So I'm going to take them through a tryout. We're going to talk through some different things that go into the ODP program and tryouts. And we're going to give you guys a little bit of